Thank you for joining us on Sheridan County Ag Update. Joining me today is Shelby Shaw, who is the Program Director for the Nile Merritt Heifer Program. Shelby, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me today. You bet. So let's talk a little bit about what the Nile Merritt Heifer Program is and how you, uh, how our youth can participate in that. Absolutely. So the Nile Merritt Heifer Program uh, actually started and was founded in 2000 by a group of cattlemen here in Billings. And it was actually kind of a piece of the uh, calf scramble years ago, kind of like they mm-hmm. still do down in Houston and, and Denver. Um, we used to have one here at the Nile and those kids participated with steer calves. Uh, but those beef producers evolved and kind of found the need to get youth involved in the production world of the beef industry. And so instead of giving steer calves to participate in a market kind of aspect of things, um, they started looking for donors for heifer calves. And um, in 2000, they gave out five heifers to five lucky recipients and kind of started the program from scratch um, and worked the kinks out. Um, So from 2000 to 2005, um, five heifers every year were given out. And then in 2005, the demand and the need for uh, heifers grew immensely. The program took off and they went from five heifers every year to 25 heifers. And we have given out over uh, 465 heifers since inception of the program um, in 2000. Uh, So it's quite the legacy that the program has uh, created and continues to uh, continues to grow uh, each and every year um, through donations of stockmen all across uh, not only Montana and Wyoming but um, in the Pacific Northwest and also into the mid the Midwest as well as we've had heifers down into Minnesota and Missouri. Oh wow Making plans for building a new barn, shop, or commercial building? Don't do any planning without a call to Sheridan's premier post-frame building and homes builder, True Built Builders, online at truebuiltbuilders.com. Well, I know that there's been some um, kids around here who have been recipients of it. Uh, Last year, Jet West, and this year, uh, Chloe Wardell are two of our local kids. And I know that there's a lot that goes into this. So could you explain maybe what what the process is from the application to when they actually get to keep the heifer? Yeah, so it is quite a tedious uh, project from start to finish. So um, I'll walk you through the process in the aspect of, say, Chloe Wardell, um, Mm -hmm. your guys' current recipient. So she is a 2023 recipient. About this time last year is when Chloe would have started applying for the program. Uh, Applications are due June 30th every year. So if you are interested in um, being a part of the program, uh, you need to get those applications worked on and and submitted by June 30th. It's open to youth ages 12 to 16 um, as of June 30th. So it's not January 1st. It's as of the program deadline, uh, application deadline. Uh, Once the application deadline passes, uh, the month of July and August are basically selection by the Merritt Heifer Committee of the youth and then also pairing those kids up with donors in their region or their area based on the breed that they hope to receive. Um, Some kiddos don't always get the breed that 
is asked for, but we do our very best to, to match them up with donors that have the same breed of heifers if possible. Uh, so then it comes to notification of the recipients and the donors. Uh, we send letters out in late August, early September to those uh, new recipients as well as their new donors. And a week later, then we make a big public announcement. Um, so it's usually right around Labor Day every year that we announce those kids and they would be the, the next group of kids. So Chloe would have gotten her letter last August or September um, and notified publicly um, the first part of September. Then because- she was very she was very excited last year. We got yeah. Stuart and I got the phone call. <laughs> That's awesome. She's she's a very animated young lady. I, I absolutely love her. Um, she yeah, she's very very good kiddo. Uh, yes, so hard worker. Kind of, definitely, definitely. So kind of there's some downtime um, in September and the first part of October because we are so busy gearing up for the Nile, um, and it mm-hmm. is the big finale for the kiddos that already have their heifers. So the new class that has just been publicly announced kind of gets to take a breather, but it is also their time to contact their donor and get a plan figured out for, you know, when that heifer will be available. Some donors uh, wean early and kind of want to see that heifer move on earlier rather than later. Uh, Some of our donors wait uh, well into, you know, October, November to pull cattle in from pastures and wean. Um, So it's just kind of up to the donor at that point as to when those kiddos get to take possession of that heifer. Um, But that usually takes place between September and then no later than December 31st of that year. Uh, So in January is actually when that program technically starts for the kids. So the first week of January, I will send out monthly reports each month. Um, So January, they would get their first report and they have the entire month to uh, complete the report. So that report would be due on February 1st, so on and so forth throughout the year. And that goes Mm -hmm. all the way through to the first week of October when their September report is is due. Um, So we've worked our way through January and February, which is uh, we do Zoom calls every month. And those Mm -hmm. calls are based on nutrition. So we want to set those kids up for success so that they know uh, what their heifer should be eating, what she should be gaining, um, get her on the right path if they maybe don't understand what a ration is or what should be included in their ration. Um, So definitely some educational pieces and parts early on so that we don't have problems when it comes to the breeding aspect, which we start that process um, in March. We start talking to um, our sponsor in Gen X and they help with bull selection and walk the kids through what EPDs are. Again, another learning experience for those kids and then kind of setting them up for what the month of April and May is going to bring for them. Uh, Watching for heats, uh, talking about in April, we talked about all of the AI protocols and what is best for heifers versus cows because there are so many protocols. Um, And then again, just kind of a refresher on bull selection and what to look for in a bull um, and all of that good stuff. Uh, So right now in May, those kids, um, so Chloe's class right now is actually in the process of getting their heifers bred. Um, So I know several of them have already walked themselves through the AI process. Um, Several right now are in the middle of putting cedars in or on an MGA protocol. 
Um, so that's kind of where we're at currently. Uh, but also the month of May is is all about promotion. So we kind of take a total swing 180 from nutrition and breeding to the opposite end of the pendulum in promotion and promotion of the program. And that's basically because of the application deadline in June and those kids being um, ambassadors, if you will, for the program to uh, go out and find the next group of kids um, that are interested in applying. Um, so that's that's what we focus on in May. Um, in June and July, we're kind of shifting gears. June is actually more or less a checkpoint. Um, we're about halfway through the program. So we want to know, um, we'll discuss, is your heifer bred? Is she not bred? Why is she not bred? Um, or is she halter broke? Or why is she not halter broke? Those mm-hmm. kind of bits and pieces so that we can get a handle on things if there are problems. Uh, Quality Kubota machinery and customer care from the heart. Proudly serving Sheridan and the surrounding areas since 1996. Go online to heartlandkubota.com or stop by Heartland Kubota 2450 Heartland Drive. And then we go back to the nutritional side of things in July to discuss um, post-breeding nutrition, moving into fall, uh, what what differences and changes there are for the heifer as she gets closer to calving uh, through the fall months and into the winter, um, how to prepare for that, because that is our really our only opportunity for that. Uh, when it comes to August, we're preparing for Nile. We're talking about uh, diseases and what they need to uh, shots for their heifer. You know, now that they're bred, what do they need throughout the winter? What can you give them uh, as they get into a pre-calving sort of rotation? Um, and then we do talk about some things after they calve to set them up for breeding again next spring, as it would be that heifer's hardest point of her life, raising a calf into breeding for her second calf. Um, so we're kind of working on doing different pieces and parts um, based on the heifer's age, but also thinking forward and talking about her as a productive cow as well. Um, and then in September, we take a minute and we, we learn about the markets. Uh, we talk about futures market. We talk about the live market, um, fats, feeders, everything in between, and then kind of where their heifers fall based on uh, replacements going into a production herd. Uh, mm-hmm. So we talk about all of those little pieces and parts. Uh, we try to give them a very well well-based fundamentals of the beef industry. Um, A lot of the kids that come into the program do have some kind of knowledge about it, Um, but then we get some first-timers as well that they've never had a a beef cow. Um, They might've had other other things. You know, we've had some kids that Mm -hmm. have just done, you know, goats and and hogs. Um, There's been a couple kids that have just raised lambs, but uh, yeah. So we try to give them a a whole wide range of fundamentals and beef industry knowledge throughout the program, too. Well, it sounds like that you cover a lot. And uh, most of these kids, you know, like you said, some of these kids probably come from a ranching background and they hear these things at the dinner table. But uh, it looks like more and more in the especially the 4-H FFA, there's a lot of kids that are getting into it that they are first timers or they fell in love with beef and they wanted to do it, which like is Chloe. You know, she mm-hmm. did not come from the ranching background, but she loves her cattle and she does a great job with them and she's fallen in love with it. And so is her family, which is a big part of it to have the family support as well. Absolutely. It's a huge inspiration as, as a 
I mean, I say inspiration and I mean it because there are fewer and fewer of these kids coming into the egg world that are willing and want to learn uh, Mm -hmm. and we need more of them. So it is an inspiration to me as the program coordinator to see those kind of newbies coming in and they want to learn. They want to Mm -hmm. know. They want to be part of it. Mm -hmm. So um, I I know that Chloe has taken her heifer and shown her and she'll be showing her at fair. Is that part of the requirement uh, for the Nile Merritt heifer program? Or is it if there's a ranch kid who wants to be a part of it, um, can they just do it? or, Or is there a show aspect to it as well? So it is not a requirement to go to a lot of the shows that say Chloe has thus far. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only show that is a requirement is showing at the Nile as a bred heifer. So uh, every show that happens that some of these shows have specific merit heifer classes, which those, Mm -hmm. those calves will compete against each other multiple times if those kids take them out. But, what we stress throughout the program from start to finish. Um, and I know these kids are so tired of me hearing, but I, I tell them every time the number one goal of this project is to produce or give you a productive cow in the end. And so it may be that a lot of these heifers, you're not going to see them until Nile. And the main reason is we want to see that heifer bred. We want to see her in good condition and, I mean, a lot of the kids will take them and show them, but that's that's a side deal that they've done that they get to show. It, it's kind of a perk, if you will, but it is not a requirement. And honestly, this time of year when they're trying to breed their heifers, I encourage them not to take their heifers out until they know that she's safe bred. Uh, right, right. We actually had that happen last year with my niece's um, show heifer. She got bred late because we did have her at some shows and we knew the risk um, and we took it and it didn't work out this time, but it's part of, it was part of the learning process for her as well. Absolutely. And I've, I've tried for the last, I mean, you get a new group of kids every single year, so there's no repeats. And so you have to remind them about every month that yes, there is a show coming up and yes, it has the opportunity for you to show her in a specific married heifer class or as a bred heifer or as a a heifer calf. But if it does not work for your calendar or trying to get her bred up, you know, you got to find that window of opportunity to show her and when to keep her home and then when it's safe again to show her if that's the route that you're going to go. So switching gears a little bit, if there's someone out there listening who does have a production herd and they think this is a pretty cool program and want to be a part of it and want to be a donor of a heifer, um, what's that process like? Yeah, so we're always looking for new donors. We love new donors. Uh, We want to let everybody be a part of the program that wishes to be part of the program. If they're interested, I just need them to reach out to me. I'll put them on my donor list for the 2024 group. And after we select the, the kiddos in July and start pairing them up, that's when we'll start really hammering out where those heifers are going to go and where we need heifers in what region and in what breeds. So um, if there's somebody in in the listening area that wants to take part in this program and be a donor, I encourage them to reach out and uh, we'll get them on the list and 
do our best to pair them up with somebody as close to them as possible. Cowboy State Bank, helping farmers, ranchers, and the ag community succeed for over 100 years. Perfect. Well, is there anything else you'd like to talk about with the Merritt Heifer Program and and uh, let our listeners know? Yeah, there are a couple things if we have some time. You uh, bet. I just want to walk through the application process because we do get a lot of questions. It is pretty tedious um, for a 12 to 16 year old kid. And <laughs> actually, sometimes their parents uh, when it comes to the, the video aspect of things. Uh, so we do require an application. It is a two page application, uh, just general information. Uh, but also we require a essay from the kiddo. So, and it'll, in the application, it says that you need to have the essay. It talks about your goals, why you want the heifer, how she would uh, work into your productive herd. Um, and then also we need three reference letters from somebody that's not related to the applicant, but we also need three additional references that we can call. So these would be different than the three uh, letters that you send in. So they can't be from the same people. That's six total references. It gets people every year. So three letters, three, three written references for a total of six. Um, also included, we do need a two to five minute YouTube video. And that's where the parents get a little concerned because a lot of them uh, don't know how to publish a video to YouTube or anything like that. I mean, kids mm -hmm. are always on their devices and we know that they're always watching videos or creating their own videos. But I will tell you, it's interesting to watch these videos because the kids get nervous. Uh, it's not something that mm -hmm. uh, they're well-versed at. And so when you get a parent that is nervous and you get a kiddo that's nervous, uh, a lot of times there's, there's questions and concerns that come along with that. So uh, it's not not hard. We really, all we want to see in the video, we want the kids to introduce themselves. Uh, we want um, to see the facilities that the heifer is going to be at. So if it's a mm. corral system mm. or, you know, the pasture, we want to see where that heifer is going to spend a majority of her time. Uh, and then also we want it to be unique. Um, we get a ton of videos that just are who the kids are. There's nothing really that sets them apart. Mm -hmm. So we encourage them, whether it's in the design of the video, um, a theme on the video or something in the middle of the video that happens, we, we encourage it to be unique because that is how the Merit Heifer Selection Committee remembers those kids um, when it comes to selection. So really not hard. Um, all of that needs to be emailed to me by June 30th. Um, for the video portion, we need it uploaded to YouTube and just send me the link and uh, make sure that it is a public video, not a private video, so that we can share mm -hmm. it with our committee. Perfect. I, I think we may, have, we may have written a couple of reference letters in the past, so <laughs> for a couple of kiddos. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just go to the Nile page uh, online and they can find all that information. If I remember right, there's a tab for the Merit Heifer program. Yes. Um, and you guys just had a really successful fundraiser here last week that you said was a whole lot of fun. So congratulations on that. We did. We had a very uh, successful, uh, the Nile Foundation every year puts on our Stetsons and Stilettos, which is our scholarship fundraiser. Um, very successful, looking at approximately $40,000 raised for that scholarship program. Well, and I believe uh, Braden West from Sheridan was one of your recipients of that. 
He was, yes. And he was in attendance. And uh, we did a lot of fun things with those recipients that were in person. Uh, they got to introduce themselves to our, our guests there at the dinner. And then we did some fun rapid fire questions. So uh, Braden got to take part in that. Well, good, good. I think that Sharon's pretty fortunate. We have a lot of active kids in the agriculture world right now, and that's it's an exciting time for that. Absolutely. And we, we love having our friends from just across the border join us and uh, watch them be successful here at Nile is, is exciting as well. Yes. Well, Shelby, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And um, if you have any questions, be sure and get a hold of Shelby through the Nile page and get your applications in for the Nile Merit Heifer Program. Yes. If you have any questions, just give me a shout. Perfect. Thank you so much, Shelby. We appreciate it. And join us, join me on SharonMedia.com for more podcasts, news, and sports.